At Pennzoil, we have one job. Pioneering a motor oil so advanced, you don't have to think about your motor oil. Instead, you can think about how your engine sounds, how your stomach feels as the RPMs build, how your wheels hug the curves, and how, with the Pennzoil Platinum up to 15-year, 500,000-mile protection guarantee, your adventures will be many. Pennzoil. Long may we drive. Find it at Firestone Complete Auto Care. Enrollment required. Keep your receipts. Other conditions apply. See Pennzoil.com slash warranty for full details. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. I want to welcome you to another episode of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. We have a great interview lined up for you. I'm sure you don't want to miss. I want to encourage you before we move towards our sponsor to please subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast, Adventures in the Spirit. I hope it's encouraging you. I hope it's edifying you. I hope it's equipping and empower you to move out in your adventure with the Holy Spirit. Right before Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave his disciples the Great Commission, promising them the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1 verse 8, Jesus said, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. With the Holy Spirit as your teacher, Jared Lasky developed a new Bible study journaling system that is sure to equip you in your adventure with God. The Spirit Empowered Journal offers life-changing steps that will enhance your biblical studies. This journal will not only help you know how God spoke in the Scripture, but also what He is speaking to you now. This is an incredible approach to Bible study, empowering your spiritual journey. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit and understanding of the Scriptures will increase as you use the Spirit-Empowered Journal. Buy your paperback copy on Amazon.com or FirebornMinistries.com. My special guest today is Tom Ruotolo. Tom pastored for 18 years and was instrumental in two church plants. In the year 2000, Tom came alongside Randy Clark and Global Awakening to plan and lead 39 international trips to 12 different countries. In 2006, Tom worked with Randy to begin the Global School of Supernatural Ministry and also served as its director its first year. Tom's undying passion to see the body of Christ become more effective in reaching the lost propelled him to start Power and Love Ministries in 2007. From 2008 to 2019, there were 116 Power and Love four-day events around the world, training up tens of thousands in a lifestyle of power evangelism. In 2016, Tom merged Power and Love Ministries with Lifestyle Christianity, the ministry of Todd White. During this time, Tom worked with Todd to purchase a $13 million training center and begin what is now Lifestyle Christianity University and LCU Online. Currently, Tom is the founder and president of CityQuake, a ministry that comes alongside to consult with churches and ministries to help them articulate their vision and sharpen their execution. The Lord has downloaded to Tom a next step that takes all of the ingredients of a power and love-like event and then multiplies it in a city over a two-month campaign. Tom, welcome to Adventures in the Spirit. Glad to be here again. Thanks, Jared. I'm so excited for this time, and this time it is in person. Since our last interview, which was episode three, 
which was released on January 28th of this year. What has God done for your new ministry, CityQuake? Well, right now we have already uh, scheduled the, our first CityQuake event in June. It's going to be in Billings, Montana, and we're in the process. There's several others. Uh, cities around the country that are planning and they're in the pipeline and we're excited about that we've also there's been a lot of foundation laid i'm actually right now in the process of having a number of pastors and leaders meetings around the country just to share the vision of city quake it's been it's been a blast that's why i'm here in virginia beach and uh, we'll have a pastor's meeting tomorrow and uh, it's it's going to be amazing. Uh, I, I the feedback that I've been getting from pastors and leaders has been just off the charts. Uh, once they hear what God has done through Power and Love, once they hear about City Quake and the next step, it just makes so much sense. And it's just a matter of getting that right number of pastors and leaders in a city saying on board. Because it's a pretty big commitment that we're, I'm asking for. I'm asking not just to, for a four-day event. I'm asking for a commitment to see this invade their culture of their congregation long term. So it's a much it's a longer term commitment of a of really kind of a two months. But then there's some pre-planning and some post-planning. So anyway, it's a, it's a bigger commitment, but it's 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 going really well. I love it. You'd mentioned, you know, there's pre-planning, post-planning, but I believe it's all led by the Holy Spirit. In our previous interview, you mentioned how it was a download Mm -hmm. from the Holy Spirit. And I'd written on it. It was on Charisma News, Charisma Magazine online, and God TV as well. Uh, And so I'm excited to be letting other people know about your ministry. And I'm excited for what God has tomorrow at the pastor's breakfast. Mm -hmm. Even though we're currently in this national emergency, which is making us all think differently. Yeah. But I am believing for revival in this time. I'm believing for a reformation of culture. I am believing for cities to be shaking and quaking. Yeah. And I think that your strategy is is divine yeah. for this hour. Well, it you know, I've had a number of these over the over the course of my Christian life. Uh and this one that happened this past August was the strongest and most overwhelming to me of, of all of them. And that's why I'm so excited. Matter of fact, I can hardly contain my excitement about it because uh, I, I can actually, like, I can taste almost what's going to happen when, when we do this. And, and I, I love it because we have the experience of power and love, 116 power and loves, like you said, and we've seen what's happened in individuals' lives but I, I, I'm not sure if I shared this last time, but just like with Power and Love, what Power and Love did, it was it envisioned individuals for what's possible in their everyday life. Well, I believe City Quake is going to envision a body of Christ in a region for what's possible and how they can really take their city for Christ. And that's, that's what I'm excited about because I really believe that it can seed revival in a city um, as, as this happens, I'm, I'm convinced of it. We'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. I'll, I'll talk to you at the end of the year and see, see what's happened in some of these cities that we're going to have it in. Yeah, that's exciting. I really felt like today we're to talk about spiritual hunger. How do you keep yourself spiritually hungry for God? Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about that. You mentioned that we were going to talk about that and it, it's interesting because I have really two reactions to that thought. Because on one hand, spiritual hunger, it's talked about a lot. We, we need to be spiritually hungry for the Lord. And yet, 
uh, and I understand that concept in terms of we want to want we want to want more of the Lord, we, and we want to be hungry for all there is of of the Lord. And yet, on the other hand, I think that spiritual hunger flows out of a spiritual contentment. Now, let me describe. Let me tell you a little bit more why I say that because I believe that that when you pursue the Lord, there's there's you, you find Him. You know, the Lord says, "You seek Me and find Me." When you seek Me with all your heart, I'll be found by you, declares the Lord. And when we find him, when we're there, you know, and hopefully that happens every day where we just are getting alone with him with, through his word, through just time, through just meditating on who he is, meditating on what he says about us, we find him and we become amazingly content to overwhelmed um, in, in, in his love for us, in his grace toward us. And even in the light of, you know, that song, even when it doesn't seem like he's working, he's still working, you know, uh, I'm not getting the words right, but, it, but I, uh, it's a good but, song. Yeah, it's a great song. But so there's, there's, um, we're, we're overwhelmed at his presence. And yet that causes us to, to want to tell others that we want to overflow. We want to kind of explode with the love of God with others. And then but when we do that, and hopefully that leads us to, to actually talking about him, to sharing Jesus, to, 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 to looking in people's eyes and telling them how much God loves them, to, to, to offer to pray for people. And then when we do that, um, when there's an overflow, an outflow, then we become even more hungry for more. So it's kind of like this cycle of, of uh, when you say, how do you keep yourself hungry? Well, you get hungry out of the contentment, but then out of the overflow of, what, of who God is. And then when there is that overflow, and if we don't stifle it, if we don't just keep it to ourselves, but if we actually are there letting others know about this amazing God that we have through, through word and through deed, just like Jesus did, then there's even more excitement and even more hunger because I want to know even more of this God to, to make him known even more. What would your advice be for someone who may be listening in who may have lost their spiritual hunger or their spiritual life seems to be dry in this mm -hmm. moment? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, those folks, um, if they've been Christians, if they've been Christians for a while, those are the folks that usually had been trying to live up to some standard. That, that's, in my experience, the, the people that have gotten spiritually dry were usually somehow trying to serve the Lord, somehow trying to, you know, be the best Christian, uh, battle sin, battle the flesh. Be, um, uh, anyway, they're, they're, they're trying very hard in their Christian life and after a while, they just kind of like, I can't do it anymore because we weren't meant to live the Christian life in that way. And so it, it just, they just dry out. And so what they need to do is first of all, realize that the way they were trying to live the Christian life was not the right way. They have to come back and, and, and let the truth set them free of the truth of, hey, not only did Jesus die for our sins, but he, he died for, to restore the, not only a relationship with God, but he died to restore who we are, the identity, the very image of Jesus. I love, love telling, telling my girls, I have six daughters. I love telling them, uh, Hey, uh, Emily, uh, God created you to be just like Jesus. Hey, Karis, you know what? You're created for love. And and I love telling them who they are rather than what they're supposed to do. Hey, be nice to your sister. Share, you know. I mean, obviously, so there's sometimes you have to say that to your, to your children. 
but I love telling them who they are more than telling them what to do or not to do. Because when we realize, and then as children of God, when we realize who we really are, then that makes us realize we're accepted, we're loved, we're valued. He values us. Like, I mean, he wouldn't have sent his son if he didn't value us. He wouldn't have had his son die on the cross if he doesn't want us back and, and, and to show the value. And when people begin to realize that, when I begin to realize that, I want to love him even more and I want to love others even more. So the, the overflow, uh, the way they get back there is, be, is with the overflow. It's the overflow of just being with the Lord, realizing his love. And that being with the Lord, it doesn't necessarily have to be a three-hour session. I mean, it's great if you have that time, but it could be a two-minute session before you fall off to sleep, as you're driving in the car, whatever. It could just be, oh, Lord, you're so amazing right now. And anyway, as they begin to practice that, there's gonna be an overflow. And then it's just meaning stepping out when the Lord says, hey, this person needs to know about me. Uh, just share it. And it, it, then it doesn't become, a, oh, I got to do evangelism today. Then it's like, oh, I want them to know about Jesus. And it just, it just flows out of them. It's a revelation of our personal identity in Christ yeah. from the Father yeah. through the Son and the power of the Holy Spirit and having his love being poured out on other people. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a great summary. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> when, you know, I've been operating in power evangelism for the last 20 years. Didn't really identify what it was, didn't have a grid for it yet or terminology for it, but it was just something about, hey, this is what Jesus does, right? so let's do it. right? And just seeing the accumulation of time and seeing lives change and transformed over the years has been exciting. Yeah. But even simple things, like sometimes even, you know, I, I love telling people about Jesus, yeah. showing his love. But sometimes we just a simple act of kindness can change a life yep. as well. It really can. We've, we've seen that so much uh, in my own life and other people's lives. I've just seen sometimes just blessing people. I mean, I've seen people give away a $10 bill and it, it makes somebody just cry. Like, why are you doing this for me? What we going? And it opened up the door to share the gospel, opened up the door to tell them more about this Jesus who loved us and who, who, who gave himself $10 is nothing compared to this. Or, you know, you buy groceries or you just, you, you just serve people, especially at this time, what we're going into now, people have time on their hands. They don't, they're not working. They're not going to school. Hey, we've got some time. Maybe instead of just sitting home watching TV, we can be out there and be uh, loving our neighbors the way we're, you know, just be thinking. The Bible talks about consider how to love one another and stimulate them to love and good deeds. And, and it just sometimes just takes a little bit like, Lord, my next door neighbor, how, how can I love them today? How can I care about them? The, the person in line at the grocery store, well, maybe, I, maybe they don't want me to touch them because of the whole virus thing, but, but I can at least look in their eyes. I can tell them about Jesus and I can say, hey, can I pray for you? And I may, you know, maybe we don't lay hands on them because we got to be sensitive, but we can still pray and there's still power. We've seen many people healed without laying hands on them. So right. yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty simple actually. Well, I don't know if Scott Gilbert told you a story of how we've seen people healed through text messaging, the activation of faith and of text message, and people get healed of Bell's palsy, of mm -hmm. pneumonia, 
It's amazing. Have not, can do I've all not things. heard the stories of text messages. It's long distance over phone calls. On, you know, people listening to this podcast right now, they, they can get healed today in, in, as they listen. And even though it was recorded yes. weeks, months ago, that the power of God is there available for them right now. Yes, it is. And actually, at the end of this, I would love for you to pray for that. We're going to. That's awesome because uh, I'm believing God for big things through yeah. this. As people listen, get ready. Get ready for your healing today. Love it. Yes. Your ministry activates people on power evangelism, which is, in my terminology, simply doing ministry the way Jesus did. What is one key you can share to people who want to operate in the power of the Spirit, but right now it is not consistent? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been thinking about this, and because with so many Christians, it it's really not consistent. It's so easy to get tied up into what I have to do, the, my, my grocery list, my, my I got to get to this appointment. I got to, and, and we're actually become like, you know, uh, the, the good Samaritan, you know, stopped along the way to stop for the, for the guy who was beat up, you know, and, and, and we've got to be thinking, Lord, how are you going to use me today? It actually, and it doesn't have to become a burden. It can it really, we can get up uh, on, on a morning and say, Lord, I get to work with you, Holy Spirit, to, to overflow out of my life into somebody else's life. And, and it becomes an adventure. It doesn't necessarily have to become, you know, this, this job that we have to do as Christians. So I think, first of all, that mindset is really important. The mindset we go into it makes all the difference in the world. And the second, I'm going to just say or share a couple of quick things on that. Yeah. The, the second thing is having a mindset of love. I mean, that it, I believe over the years we've, got, we've been trained in having a mindset of saving souls. And, and of course, I, don't get me wrong. I love when souls are saved. I believe it's so important. People can get healed a thousand times and not get, not get saved and, and, and still go to hell, you know? So we want to get, see people saved, but we need to start with a mindset of love. Lord, you love this person in front of me. And if we start right there, it actually becomes easier than you think. Actually, what I love to do is just start praying for the person even before I talk to them. Even if it's a five second, Lord, you love this person. Oh, wow. How much do you love this person, Lord? And just begin to meditate. I mean, it, like I said, sometimes it's really quick because you don't have a lot of time. You're in the drive-thru, you're in the grocery line, whatever. And, um, <clears throat> and you're very quick, Lord, how much do you love this person? And you'll be surprised how quickly the Holy Spirit speaks to you. Do this, offer to pray, uh, you know, talk about their relationship with their husband, talk, you know, ask them this question, whatever. And it just, and it'll flow out of you. And you'll realize, wow, I didn't even think about that in advance, but the Lord gave me something to say and even something to prophesy. You won't even know that you're prophesying. You're just speaking the truth about who they are. And that's really what prophecy is, encouraging and edifying, building up. Um, and, and it's just going to flow naturally out of you. And that's, that's, I think when people realize how easy it is and that people don't, they don't have to become like somebody else. They don't have to become like a prophetic person. They don't have to become like an evangelist. They just need to be who they are and, and, and just let it flow out of them. And that the Holy Spirit is using who they are and what they notice, um, that, that, Hey, if if they notice the earring, Hey, just, Oh, you got a nice pair of earrings. Hey, you, you notice their baseball cap. You notice whatever you notice those things and you just enter into conversation about it and you'll watch God open up the doors. It's, it's, it's fun. It's like an adventure. It is an adventure. Yeah. An adventure in the Holy spirit. Exactly. The name of this podcast. (laughs) You know, I'd like to share a story how I didn't, we didn't even talk about that in advance. We We didn't, didn't. we didn't set that up. (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, sometimes we have side hustles, right? To make a little extra money. Yeah. So for a little while, I was doing a ride share. Okay. And I love practicing the presence of God and spending time with Jesus. I'll have the worship music going. Sure, they're paying for the ride, but every, no, nobody's rude. You know, um, customer service is a must. But I would sit there as I'm driving and be like, Jesus, how much do you love this person? Yeah. And there was this guy who got in one night. And I'm thinking, Jesus, will you show me something about him? I know you love him. Will you, will you open up the conversation? Right. Just naturally. And Holy Spirit said, he's an artist. I was like, hey, I told him, I was like, if you don't mind my asking this question, but do you happen to be an artist? He's like, yeah, I am. But he also felt spirit. He said, how do you know? And I said, well, I love Jesus. Jesus loves me and Jesus loves you. And he loves you so much. He showed me that you're an artist. And then that opened up a very divine conversation mm -hmm. about his job. Uh, he showed me the pictures that he, he draws that he's you know waiting for to go, wow. to go to art school. And God gave me more of a, the prophetic word right. of how God was going to provide for his college education to complete it. Wow. We had 20-minute conversation. I dropped him off in the joy of the Lord. He said he was going to Google me and buy one of my books <laughs> on Amazon. So he, you know, he got my name, saw the book. Now, I'm not sure if he bought the book or not, Yeah, but he, he tipped me rather well. I guess uh -huh. that's a blessing, uh -huh. but he went in the joy of the Lord. Yeah. And that's any so of us beautiful. can do this. I love it. I love what I love about that is it is it is actually another simple, uh, simple thing that Christians can do, but they need to do. And that is simply step out. You got that word. You're first of all, you're praying and then you got something you weren't sure. You didn't know for sure he was an artist, but you step out. You're never going to find out if Lord's speaking to you, to us, unless we step out and try it and you, you stepped out and risked and then you watch God. And then that, what usually happens is then we get more, we get the next step. We get the next step. I, I love, uh, I don't know, a friend of, a friend of mine named Dale Mass, he's very prophetic. He says he'll, with, with waiters and waitresses, he'll, he'll start out and say, Hey, I'm a Christian. And sometimes when I look at people, God speaks to me about them. And when I look at you and he said, and I hardly ever know what I'm going to say when I get to you, you know, but he just starts out on this and he, then God fills his mouth with what, with, with what God has for that person. And within a minute, they're in tears because of that. I love it. That's awesome. Would you mind sharing with our listeners your city quake model and your method? The, the city, no, not at all. The city quake model is basically, uh, it's, it's basically kind of power and love plus, uh, the power and love model was a three and a half day of conference, but it wasn't just a conference. It was really an activation event because we, we'd have the normal worship teaching, uh, ministry that would happen at a normal conference, but we went out with talking about doing these very things that we're talking about. Now we went out six times during that and we just blessed people and, and we got the confident ones teamed up with the not so confident ones and they would go out and they would have amazing things. People would get healed. They would, they would just be overwhelmed by the love of God. People would get saved. It was just so regular. We'd have testimony after testimony. Every time of the six times of, of the going out, it was amazing. Now with, with City Quake, I've added an additional piece of a two-month, what I call a follow-up campaign. Uh, I don't think I had the name when I met with you last time. We're now calling it Aftershock. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good name <laughs> um, with City Quake. But so Aftershock is that two month campaign where we have these services at the uh, host churches that are involved in the event, but they're also involved afterwards. 
And we have these services that are rotating around their churches, maybe one on a Monday night, one on a Tuesday morning, one on a Wednesday afternoon, one on Saturday afternoon, whatever. And people go to the service that they that that's available, whatever time they have available, no matter what church it's at. So they're all kind of getting mixed up in terms of churches. They're going out together. They're doing battle together uh, in the Lord in terms of, of bringing people to Christ, uh, just just loving on people. And then they come back and they share testimonies at these uh, at these love and action services that are happening all week long. And they, this goes on for eight, nine weeks in a city. And what I believe is going to happen is let's say you have 10, 15% of the people that attend the three and a half day event. Well, I believe what's going to happen is is the test, the power of the testimony is going to draw other people in. It's going to draw that other 85, 90%. So, so, so then at these love and action services, there might be, you know, now you're up to 20% of the people that are participating and then 25 as the weeks go by. Oh, by the way, so what you do is we're going to video all the testimonies that happen at these love and action services uh, every week, kind of dial it down to a, maybe a three, four, five minute uh, video and then play that at all the churches. Hopefully there'll be eight, nine, 10, 12 churches in a city doing this and it'll all be played and everybody will see, wow, look at what's happening in our city. Look at how the churches are working together for the cause of Jesus and they're using the power of God to open up the doors in people's hearts. And that's why I believe that City Quake is going to envision people in a city to say, we it's not just talk anymore. We really can take this city for Christ if we're, if we're letting the power of God lead us. And so, and I believe that 20 to 25% will grow to 30%, 35%. Who knows what it'll be up to by the end of the two months. But I believe by that point, it'll have gotten worked into the fabric of our life because the goal is not just having services or not, the goal is not even to have outreaches. The goal is to have it as a, a, a way of life in the lives of those in the congregations so that it just becomes natural that everywhere they go. Uh, we, were, we were just at, a, uh, I was just at an event this past week and it wasn't a power of love, but it was like uh, one person prayed for this person and then, and then during another outreach, that same person got prayed for by somebody else on the outreach. Well, could you imagine in a city if, if there's a thousand or 2000 Christians every day going out, looking to pray for people just in their everyday life, that people are going to be hit one or two or three or four times in a week. Uh, and, and they're going to be like, what's happening in our city? Why are people praying for me so much? And the healing, they're going to hear testimonies. It's going to be fun. Actually, that reminds me, my wife and I, my family, met up with my sister-in-law, and we are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Okay, that's where I'm from. Swung by LCU, got a quick tour. It was awesome. Uh, But we went to Olive Garden afterward. Okay. And then I'm looking at the waitress, and I know God's showing me some things. And my wife looks at me. She's like, do you have a word for her? I was like, yeah, I do. And I asked, the waitress came around. She was actually very encouraged. She said she was having a bad day, but she loved my family and my sister-in-law. And, and I was like, I was like, if you don't mind my asking, but were you injured in a sports and did you have a sports injury? Cause, and she's like, yes, I did. And I said, well, you know, Jesus wants to heal you right now from that. And cause in the vision I could see it, Love it. but personally I was like, I wasn't as confident as to what sport it was, whether it was volleyball or soccer. Mm-hmm. And she told me it was volleyball. I was like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she picked up on the Holy Spirit, but she's like, are you seeing on the other side? I was like, no, no, this is Jesus. Jesus loves you. This is, you know, scriptural. Mm-hmm. And so I, I 
tried to just encourage her. Yeah. But she's picking up on this. But I said, I said, Jesus loves you. And that's why he showed me. And he wants to bring healing to you right now. Would it be okay if, if I prayed for you? And right. she said, yes. Awesome. Prayed for her. And she, the pain's gone. And she's like, and I kept encouraging her saying, Jesus loves you. And that's mm-hmm. why he sent me here for this. She's like, you know, you're the second person this week. Wow. She said, I was at the cemetery earlier this week. Wow. Because she'd lost a loved one. Uh-huh. But a woman came to her in the cemetery with words of knowledge wow. and said, Jesus loves you. I love it. Told me everything that you're telling me now. Yeah. And I looked at her and I was like, what is that telling you? Yeah. She's like, Jesus loves me. And I was like, yes. And he's calling you to him. Yeah. That was exciting. It really is exciting. You know, we, we talk about Revelation 3.20 about Jesus standing at the door and, and knocking. And I know that scripture talks about, uh, it's really more for believers, but, but the principle of Jesus knocking at the door of people's hearts is so real. And when those kinds of things happen, uh, and, and people not only get kind of one wave with one person, but another wave with another person, another wave with another person, that the it begins to break down the lies and they begin to they, you know it, you you can tell somebody you know god's powerful or you can you can bring healing in their life and they realize god's powerful you know <laughs> and god's real and and so that's where the 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 doing like we're talking about is actually going to raise the water table of the spirit in a city and where more and more the glory of god's really going to be increasing, breaking down the lies, breaking down the the strongholds in that city and opening it up for the gospel of Jesus. So for those of you listening, imagine 300 of you being activated in a daily lifestyle and activating 300 more and seeing it gain momentum as a daily lifestyle of power (laughs) evangelism, of love. And you could see this through City Quake. I know we've only got a few more minutes left, Tom, but what are some of the first steps that someone may need to take to get the process started of having a city quake. You can, you can email me office at cityquake.org or go to the website cityquake.org. Uh, there's a whole page there about how to, to get involved, how to invite us. We're now, now is a good time because we're now um, over these next few months having pastors and leaders meetings either by teleconference or I'm actually going to certain cities and meeting uh, with pastors and leaders. To, to kind of just cast the vision. So having something for your city, having one of those for your city is a way that it could happen. We also have Facebook groups that where you could join and just be encouraged. Let's say Indianapolis, Indiana, you know, you live there, you join the Facebook group. And the whole point of the group is to encourage, uh, uh, this kind of sharpening, encourage going out, encourage it becoming a way of life and sharing testimonies of what just happened this week, just in our vicinity, in our, in our city. So that's another way that people can get involved. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being on this episode of, of Adventures in the Spirit. I want to encourage everybody to check out cityquake.org, cityquake.org to bring Tom Rutolo and his team to your city to be activated in power, in intimacy, in seeing 
lives change and transform. Tom, would you lead us in a prayer for healing or activation or whatever the Holy Spirit leads you? Mm -hmm. So Father, thank you so much for Jesus, for sending him and for, for bringing your power, your presence and giving us the model for what to follow. And Lord, forgive us that we've missed out on that model and we've, we've, we've kept this amazing good news. We kept your glory to ourselves in, in our church meetings. Lord, forgive us for that. But right now, Lord, I pray that you would touch hearts. I believe there's people that are listening right now. They may not even believe that you healed today. Well, Lord, surprise them right now. I command pain and sickness out of bodies right now in Jesus' name. Lord, let your presence come. Holy Spirit, you actually break through in that room and let them be overwhelmed at who you are, Lord. Be overwhelmed at the Lord God of the universe is after them, going after them, knocking on their hearts. Those who don't know you yet, Lord, opening up the door of their heart and saying, yes, Jesus, I need you. I need you. You died for my sins. I need you right now. But in the name of Jesus, all sickness and disease of those that are listening, those with diabetes, those with migraine headaches, those with heart conditions, those with with, uh, back pain and knee pain, in Jesus' name, I command healing right now for those conditions. Eyes be healed in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for what you're doing right now, for the testimonies that we're going to hear, for those that even listening uh, months, years down the road, but Lord, those that are going to be healed as they listen because you are always present. So Father, thank you for what you're doing. Activate the body of Christ in cities all across the world, Lord. Raise up a standard, a new standard of what it means to live as a Christian, a new standard of what it means to be the church of Jesus Christ. We love you, Lord. You deserve it. You died for us. Lord, you, we want you to have all the glory that you deserve, Lord, in Jesus' name. Man, Amen. Thank you so very much. Mm. It's a pleasure to have you on this episode. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation in Adventures in the Spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com, and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. Oh, hello. Meet Optima Health your friend for Medicaid coverage. Like any true friend, we can help make life a little easier with discounts on healthy food and gift cards for pregnancy and child checkups. We include vision and medical help 24-7. See more benefits at OptimaMedicaid.com hello. It's time to say hello to Optima Health, a health plan you can count on.